Welcome to Talks at Advent, homilies and reflections given at the Church of the Advent, a Western Rite Orthodox mission in Atlanta, Georgia. Today's speaker is Stephen Brannan. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, God is one. Amen. Today is the celebration of the presentation of the infant Jesus in the temple at Jerusalem, when his mother Mary, together with his foster father Joseph, brought Jesus to the temple to consecrate him to God, to offer a sacrifice, both a burnt offering and a sin offering, and to declare his mother pure from childbearing. Now, all these things they did because they were prescribed in the law, uh, that 40 days after uh, his birth, the first male child to open the womb should be offered to God that an offering of a young lamb and a turtle dove, or else uh, a pair of doves or pigeons, uh, would be offered as a burnt offering and as a sin offering, and that uh, since bearing a child made a woman ceremonially unclean, uh, she was to be declared once again purified after a period of 40 days. Now, of course, in this circumstance, This firstborn son was already holy to the Lord because he was the father's own firstborn. And there was no need of sacrifice because in this child would be summed up all sacrifices. And his mother did not need purification because she bore the only pure one and gave birth to him without corruption or injury. But the Holy Family went to fulfill the law regardless out of obedience and fitness and propriety. It was meat for them to do so. Uh, And so that the very presence of God, the true divine Shekinah, might enter again into the Holy of Holies, that the old temple might meet the true temple, and that also two humble, quietly faithful people might see the one that they had so patiently been waiting for. But what does this feast day mean for us here now? Why do we celebrate this event? Why not just read about it and think about it in the Bible? Why do we actually gather to celebrate this? Well, to answer that, we first have to realize that anything that happened in the life of Jesus is linked with our salvation. Some people are in the habit of thinking that Jesus just came into this world uh, with the cross in mind and that everything else in the Gospels is just a long preamble to that. Jesus died for us and therefore we are saved. And then that's it. That's the, the formula that our salvation equals Jesus' death on the cross. But... Jesus did a lot more in his life than just die. And even his death is only one-third of the Holy Triduum, the the three days of Good Friday, Holy Saturday, and Easter Sunday. He died, but then he ransacked Hades and freed the prisoners, and then he also rose again, all of those for our salvation. But 33 years before all of that, he also took flesh from the Blessed Virgin Mary for our salvation. He assumed our nature so that everything he did in it would belong to us. That wouldn't have been the case if he hadn't really been fully human. Then he was born into the world for our salvation, sanctifying what from of old since Eve's time was part of the curse, part of a result of our sin. Then he was circumcised for our salvation, experiencing pain for the first time, bleeding, suffering, not only in his innocence, uh, because he was innocent his whole life, but suffering like those children slain because of Herod, even before he had attained the age of reason. And in identifying with that, he hallowed that experience for all humans. 
and today's event, uh, he becomes a financial burden on his parents, his very poor parents, for they they had to offer a, a, a poor person's sacrifice. They couldn't afford even a lamb, so they had to offer two, two doves or two uh, pigeons. So he began his work fulfilling, not abolishing, but fulfilling the law and redefining it for us today also, uh, so that we would no longer have to live by the letter of the law, but now by its spirit, which is in him, which is him. He is the spirit of the law. The law was given um, pointing toward Christ, but it never could do what Christ ultimately had to do himself in the flesh. And this is also for our salvation. Everything he did in his life, and thus every feast day that the church keeps in memory of it, is an indispensable part of his salvific work for us. And this is why we gather today and every feast day to commemorate communally, to internalize personally, to reflect on, of course, but then also to give thanks for all that the Lord has done for us. You know, there's the old saying that, that uh, we can be damned alone, but we're only saved together. Christians can only be Christians in community. We can't just be Christians with a, a, a me and Jesus uh, sort of binary. It's Jesus and me in community with his body. We are all members of his body, and members can't go off on their own. They have to be connected to the body, the body to the head. So we gather communally to celebrate these things. We don't just uh, reflect on them personally, individually, in our own minds and souls. That's important. We have to do that. We have to own it ourselves. We have to be responsible for uh, our own soul and body. But... Part of being responsible for our own soul and body is also making sure that we join that to the rest of Christ's body. That's why we gather to commemorate these things. And that's why uh, everything that Christ, our head, does in his incarnated life is part of our salvation. We're connected not just to his death, not just to his resurrection, but also to everything that he did in the flesh. And remember, he is still in the flesh. So after his death and after his resurrection, even his ascension to the throne of the Father is for our salvation because he does it as a man with our nature. His coming again in glory will be for our salvation because he, Jesus, the man, is coming to redeem us, the humanity uh, that, that is connected to him. And even right now, every moment of our lives, Jesus incarnated in the flesh before the throne of the father intercedes for us he connects us to the father he is our link the link that we severed uh, back when we sinned in the garden and, and that sin has separated us uh, from from god in a in a crucial way ever since not that we can ever be separated entirely from the being of god because he makes everything uh, remain in existence but on a, a spiritual level on a uh, on a heart-to-heart -heart, uh, communion level. We lost the one-ment with God. That's why uh, we say that Christ atones for us. He makes at one, that's what atone is, at one, makes us at one with God. Christ, God and man, is the link between man and God. Uh, and so Christ, the God-man, 
and everything he does saves us. So that's why we don't just celebrate Christmas and Easter. We also celebrate uh, his circumcision. We celebrate his presentation in the temple. We celebrate his crucifixion, his descending into Hades, his rising again, his ascension into heaven. We remember all of these as a church, as a community, because they connect us to Christ and he connects us to the Father. He rejoices in all of these works like a strong man rejoicing to run his course. So it's fitting that we also should come together to rejoice in all of his works. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, God is one. Amen. Talks at Advent. Homilies and reflections given at the Church of the Advent, a Western Rite Orthodox mission in Atlanta, Georgia.